Hello, hello, you beautiful, badass you. I am so excited to be coming and chatting with you. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. I love you and I appreciate you. Again, as always, I hope you are doing something where you are passively multitasking and listening to me in your ear at the same time because we're all about efficiency over here. I want to talk about something, and by the title, you're probably going to know what I'm going to talk about in this episode, but I'm going to talk about when a parent triggers you, okay? When you are going through something with your family, with your parents, with anything, and you're just feeling defeated or triggered or sadness or something like that as you are making decisions or going through your life and going on your journey. And I want to preface this by saying I have a wonderful, amazing relationship with my parents. I love them. Um, I go to them a lot of the time for certain things in my life. But that doesn't mean, as much as I love them, that we do not rub up on each other's own limiting beliefs. And it's interesting, when I was creating Your Money Makeover, I used to think that it was so wrong of me that to think that I had stuff from my childhood, especially since I knew that, you know, I grew up in a certain way that I know a lot of people didn't. And... Um, I was like, who am I to have limiting beliefs or triggers or traumas or anything like that? Um, because I grew up upper middle class and who am I to have that? And I just want to let you know that like everyone in this world has triggers and traumas and experiences, sadness and all sorts of different emotions when it comes to people, whether they're your parents, whether you're friends, whether they're teachers. I mean, that's the whole point of living life is, is experiencing all those things. And as we're going to talk about today is like, it's, it's a good thing for these things to happen once in a while because it shows where there's healing. It shows where uh, we need to look under the hood to see what's going on. So again, I preface this in saying that I have a really great relationship with my parents. And I know when I first went down this journey, I remember being really angry at them at first, being like, I can't believe that you know they've taught me these beliefs and I can't believe that I have to rework these now. And I would blame them, which, hello, victim mentality. Versus now I think they, they only know what they know, right? And they're doing the best that they can, period, end of story. And I love them for so many reasons and so many different experiences that we have together. And when things, when things happen and I feel triggered, it has nothing to do with them and it has everything to do with me. Because when we think about this, let's say that you're upset with someone. Let's say something is, is going on and you're really, really upset. Basically, when you talk to someone, you're saying, I don't like what you're doing. It's making me feel a certain way. So you need to change what you're doing to make me feel better. And that's not the energy that we want to go into conversations with. We want to go into conversations and pause and say, okay, why do I feel this way? What's coming through? What's coming up for me specifically? How can I clear my side of the street first? And then if I find that I need to have a conversation setting boundaries or maybe there's certain topics to not talk about 
or maybe you're looking for something from your parents or your guardians or your partner or your siblings or whoever you're maybe having the disagreement with. Maybe you need to talk with them and say, you know, this is when I talk about something, this is what I'm looking for. I just want support versus judgment or whatever that may be, right? But if we go into the thought process of you did something to me, you need to change it, you need to fix it, that doesn't help, right? No one wants to hear that. And we also don't create the space for people to actually hear those sort of things. So when we go into conversations like that, it actually might backfire on us and we might not get the outcome or the result that we're looking for. So that's like the biggest thing kind of going into this episode um, that I kind of want you to just kind of set the foundation of this, right? And this is like any relationship that you have. Any, I mean, again, anyone. It's there for a reason. I love, as much as I hate it, I also love getting frustrated or getting annoyed or um, having these experiences because, again, it just brings up where I want to look into or look at myself and say, what's something that I need to do inside of me to clean up my side of the street in order to move forward. Um, so eventually when those things happen that they don't bother me anymore, you'll know when you'll get to a point as you keep growing in your life and on this, um, journey, and I don't want to call it like self-help or anything, but you'll know when you're on this journey of like growing into the person that you really want to become when it does like you when things used to bother you and then you go back to them and you live in that moment and it doesn't bother you anymore. It's like going through a breakup or going through something really, really difficult. And in the moment, it was like the hardest thing ever. Like you were like, I'm never going to get through this. I'm never going to feel any different. Like my life is, you know, it, I just remember the reason that I know this so well is I just remember going through that with my breakup. Like I remember telling Scott, like, I'm never going to feel better. And by the way, like this breakup has been three years now, but it's just funny. Cause it's like, it's just like when we go through breakups or when we go through hard times, it's like in the moment, we never think that anything will ever change that life will never get better. And I remember actually talking to my mom when um, she lost her mom and my grandma. She was like, I just remember there being a moment where I'm like, I, I don't know how I'm ever going to feel better. Like this is just the pain of losing someone was so intense, especially losing like a parent that I remember her sharing with me that she's like, I, I don't ever know how I'm going to get through this or get over this. And time heals all as, as cheesy sometimes as that sounds, it truly helps you with with healing and I don't want to say letting it go because obviously I always remember my grandma and I definitely have my moments of like really 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 missing her but it's not the pain isn't that like deep pain in your in your belly isn't there anymore so you can go back and and be in those moments and not feel you know earth shattering uh emotions at that point and so the biggest thing here is number one, recognizing that people in your life, when they trigger you, it's a good thing, right? Is it's not a bad thing. It's a moment for you to take a step back. It's a moment for you to take a deep breath. It is totally okay for you to remove yourself from that situation. If you find that you're like, I'm, this is like, I'm not able to pull myself out of it right now. You know, you could definitely pull yourself out of that situation. You can not go to dinner. You can set your boundaries. You can do things like that, right? 
You can also prepare yourself. So anytime I know that I'm going to be around family for a really, really long time, you know, I always make sure that I do my meditation. I always make sure to excuse myself, have some alone time. Um, I've recognized as I've gotten older that there has been times where I really value being alone and needing to like recharge and making sure like, um, if like human design, basically like this is the best I can describe it. I have like an open from the neck, from the throat up, I have like everything open. So I'm very receptive to like other people's energies and other people's opinions and ideas. And when I get some space to be by myself, I need to ask myself and go through the process. Are these my thoughts and opinions or are these the thoughts and opinions of someone else? Um, because I can definitely take on other people's like fears and other people's like, I can have like such a confident idea on something. And then someone will be like, well, are you sure you want to do this? Or what do you think about this? Or what happens with this? And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Like, what if this happens or what? If? And then I have to take a step back and be like, is this me or is this someone else putting their own fear on me? So first things first is definitely set your boundaries. Um, sometimes we don't know it until we're in it. Um, if you can get out of it or at least give yourself some space to have some alone time to recalibrate, I highly recommend for you to do that. So that's first thing. The second thing is figure out what, what is going on that is annoying you or, and again, I don't, trigger can be such a big word by the way. But I mean, like, it just, it, it frustrates you or like, you're not seeing eye to eye or something's going on, right? You're having a reaction to something, um, you know, something, something's going on inside your body or you're really just kind of having like a, a reaction to something or an experience or what thing people are talking about. Just recognize why are you having this reaction? Where is this coming from? Like, get a little curious about what's going on internally. Because what happens is when we feel that we get rubbed up against a little bit, whoa, this car almost hit me. Um, when we feel like we are going, when someone rubs up against us, we want to, we almost go into protection mode where we want to protect ourselves and attack the other person and basically say, you're wrong. You, this is where like arguing can come for, like come all of a sudden you'll start to argue or you're trying to like push your point onto them. Um, there's lots of different things that I see that, but this is the point to maybe get quiet for a second and just have some awareness of I'm feeling something, something is going on. I want to internally take this in first and then make a decision moving forward of what feels the best and most expansive for me to move forward, right? But the biggest thing is, is getting curious and asking yourself what inside me is going on that is causing me to have this type of reaction, right? And a lot of times the best part about gaining this type of awareness, the best best part about this is that you get to understand like moving forward is this something that you want in to do to other people in your life right so for instance let's say that you have someone in your life that just wants to always be right right and let's say for a while you always were the one that was like wanting to prove them wrong because you hated the fact that they were always that they no matter what they always had to be right or the person who always 
like just says things blatantly and they're like they and you're like you kind of think to yourself like is this really true like I'm not sure because they just you know they just like blatantly say things out loud and but internally you want to prove them wrong there's just like something in you that's like I, they don't get to be right. I want to prove them wrong. I want to like almost like knock them off their pedestal. And again, we do, we do this subconsciously sometimes. And you could think to yourself, okay, why do I think this way? What about someone always being right bothers me so much? And the one beautiful part about this amazing world that we live in is our world is a mirror. Our world is a reflection back to us of what we're either doing, what we're feeling. And so for instance, in that situation, I would ask yourself, where are there situations in your life where you feel that you always need to be right? Because this is just a reflection. If you're getting so bothered by it, look internally and say, where inside of me am I potentially doing this in my life? Or is this a space that I'm working on, right? Because I get triggered like that with family. It's like when stuff happens, it's because I'm trying to work through not having that be something that I do to other people. And so when I hear it, I get really triggered by it. And then I'm like, wait a second. It's because I get really annoyed or I, I want, and I'm, I mean, listen, I'm a triple Aries. I'm definitely like a fire back type of person. Um, I was very reactive until I kind of went along this journey myself is I looked at my, I kind of looked internally and I was like, wait a second. The reason that I'm feeling this way, the reason that this is happening is because of the fact that I am trying not to do this in my own life or I find that I have a short fuse or I find that I try to be right within myself, right? And again, this awareness brings a lot to you, right? Because it's about you. It's not about the other person. So that's the second thing is awareness, curiosity. Where is this coming from? Is this a mirror? Am I doing this somewhere in my life? How can I clean up my side of the street and move forward? What is this here to teach me? What is this here to teach me moving forward? How can I bring this in my life, right? And a lot of times for me specifically, it'll be like, oh man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be the person that's short-tempered. I don't want to be the person um, that doesn't have patience. I don't, right? Like that's kind of when I get triggered by family or situations or anything like that. It's because it's a reflection back on myself that I'm like, oh, I don't want to show up like that person, right? Or I see other people succumbing to that, succumbing? That might not be a word to that type of energy and I get really frustrated by that. The last thing that I would do is after you find some awareness, after you feel really good about where that's come from, after you decide to clean up your side of the street, let it go. Again, has nothing to do with them. It's not about you changing them. But the last thing that I would do is create or set boundaries for yourself. And what I mean by that is, let's say that you decide that you love this person and there are certain things that you would like to be able to talk to them about, but you maybe don't want their opinion all the time, right? In this situation, maybe one of the things to think about is creating a space or asking them if they're open to hearing what you have to say, because I always like to ask for permission for them to hold space for me. That's always been really important for me to practice, because sometimes people are not, are not willing or in a space to be able to hear 
your what you have to say. And so once they can hold space for you and once you've asked that, you know, you set boundaries or you set an agreement with one another that, hey, you know, when we were talking on the phone the other day and like, you know, I, I was feeling this way and I recognize this about myself and listen, you know, I would love if in the future, what I'm going to do is when I jump on the phone with you, I will set kind of an agreement with you to say, hey, you know, I really just want someone to listen to me and hear me out. There's not really anything that I need an opinion on right now. I just want you to just hold space for me. I just want you to be proud of me. I just want you to just listen, right? I don't need an opinion. I don't need advice. Um, would you be able to do that for me? Right. And I've done this, like Scott and I do this all the time to each other. My bestie, we do this all the time where we're in spaces where we're like, Hey, listen, I'm just I'm just sharing, right? Because our nature, our human nature is to obviously help people, right? And the people that we care about the most in our lives are the people that trigger us the most, right? So we want to help them. We care about them. A lot of this stuff is coming from a really good place. It is coming from a really good place. Sometimes when people are giving their opinions or people are trigger whatever they're doing to trigger us, it has to do again with their belief systems, with their perspective on the world. It has nothing to do with you, right? But if you set that agreement with the person, it makes conversations. It makes that person to say, okay, all I need to do is just listen. Because I'm telling you, there's been a lot of times where, you know, I've jumped on the phone with Scott and he's like, listen, I just want to listen to you. And I'm like, oh, great. Awesome. I don't have to give you my opinion. I don't have to help you try to fix this or help you try to find a solution to this, right? Because again, we're humans. We care about the people in our lives. We want to help. You know, another boundary that you can set is that there might be just certain topics. And if you listen to my buying a car video in full, um, you will have known this um, as well, is that there might just be certain topics that you don't talk about with that person. If you have found that you maybe set an agreement with them, or you've asked them to hold space for you, and you just find that they're just not a play, at a place in their life where they're able to show up or be the type of person um, that you really want them to be, then you need to recognize for yourself, like I'm, there are just certain things that I'm not going to talk about or certain things that I just will know if I love and want to hang out with this person. Like I know, like, uh, you know, one of my outcomes for your iconic year is more like uh, relationships specifically on dating, but also with friendships too. And I know as I'm like, man, it is very interesting to date friends, right? As we're older, there are just certain things in within new friends that I look for. And I really do not like it when people say they're going to do something and they don't do it. Um, I, that, that really bothers me. I used to do that in the past. Like, oh my God, ask my girlfriends when I used to live in California. Like I was the worst at like saying I was going to do something and didn't do it and breaking promises to myself and all that stuff. We don't do that anymore. And so again, you just meet the person where they're at. You love them for who they're, they are. And you just work on changing your side of the street. You meet them where they're at. And then there's certain topics that maybe you just don't talk about with them. I talk about this a lot when in my private one-on-one -on -one coaching container where there will be like a partnership, like um, 
one partner is in business and the other one's not. And it'll be really frustrating for my client to be like wanting to invest and wanting to do all these things, but maybe their partner's really conservative. They're, they're more like the nine to five kind of thought process versus investing in your business. And so again, you know, I ask why are we, are we just sharing or are we asking for their advice? Because those are two very different things, right? And when you're in business and when you're in nine to five, they're just different thought processes around how we invest our money. We look at investment versus expenses in a very, very different way. And so the, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm driving as I'm doing this, like this podcast, this guy, no joke, is like literally laying down. I wish I could take a picture, like literally laying down as he's driving. Like, I swear to God, I'm like, are you sleeping? Like what's going on here anyway? And so again, it's just, there are just certain topics that you might not want to talk to that person about. For me, there are certain topics with my family about money, spending, those sort of things that like I put more prioritize, I prioritize that more than other people in my life do. I prioritize how I travel a little bit more than other people do, right? There's nothing wrong with that. It's just different priorities that people have. And I think a lot of times we get into this like, no, you have to think my way or you have to do it my way. That's such toxic thinking, right? And that's why I love the like allowing that person to be their own person. You know, allow them, meet them where they're at, set your own boundaries of what you need. But again, you don't need to argue your point. You don't need to get them to think or act the way that you do. You just need to be in a space, especially if you're in a partnership with someone or your best friends or whatever, you just need to come to agreements. You know, I'll, I'll put in one last bonus one here before, as I wrap this up is there's a lot of times that we have a lot of expectations in our world, right? And a lot of these expectations that we set on ourselves, especially I recognize this as I'm dating, is a lot of these are silent expectations. And what I've come to realize is, <laughs> well, people cannot read our brains, right? They just can't. And there's a way to say and to speak what the things that you look for. So for instance, for me, I look for a masculine man who desires to take care of a woman, right? Desires to pick up the checks, desires to open the doors, um, the car door and the uh, restaurant doors and pick me up and do all that stuff, right? I desire to learn more about being in my feminine versus my masculine, all that stuff, right? I recognize that there are communications around letting them know that is something that I would like. Now, again, some guys just know it. Some guys just need a little bit more of communication around, hey, this is what I desire. This is something that's important to me, right? It doesn't have to be said in a mean or um, emasculating or broken broken down, like mean type of way, right? There's a way to communicate. But I find that a lot of us have secret expectations. And I see this a lot when it's like, it piles up, it piles up, it piles up. And then it's like the top gets blown off of that. And with this, I really encourage you to set agreements with the people in your life, right? Kind of like what we talked about before is or no, I think I've said this before in another podcast where Scott used to say he would do something and then he would stop doing it. I'm definitely throwing him under the bus. Um, and eventually I was like, enough is enough. I really don't like this. It really bothers me. Um, I've cleaned up my side of the street and now I need to set boundaries on 
how I'm allowing people to show up in my own world. And so I said, listen, can we come to an agreement that if you're not sure, if you want to do it, you're just going to say, no, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah, I might be bummed that you're not going to be there because I love you and I want to spend as much time with you. My love language is quality time. So I just love quality time with people in my life. And I, uh, but I said, can we have the agreement that you say no? And then if you change your mind, awesome. Right. And listen, here's the thing. If you are the type of person that plans, right? If you're the type of person that is a planner and that messes up your plans, that person just has to know that they might not be able to join then, or it might not look, they might not be able to do the things if they come and say yes at the last minute, right? I did that literally just this morning with one of my girlfriends, um, you know, where she wants to go to Paris for her birthday. And I literally just told her this morning, I'm like, I'm feeling really bad about this. I really want to go. I hope I didn't commit to it. And now I'm backing out. She's like, no, not absolutely been completely clear from the beginning. And I said, listen, I'm just going to have to play this by ear as things in my life are evolving right now. And I just like, I'm feeling a little unsteady. And are you okay if this is more of a last minute thing versus something that you need to know right now? And she said, absolutely. I'm totally okay with that. That is a agreement versus an expectation. And I, and again, this takes practice. It's not like I knew this overnight. I have been practicing this for so long. And again, I've always felt so guilty when the people in my life triggered me because I'm like, these people love me. I love them. Why would I want them to trigger me? But I promise you, I have a stronger, better, more loving, compassionate, boundary relationship with the people in my life because of this. It actually makes your relationship better because you feel better. You're living in your best, most authentic, amazing, beautiful self. Like it's fantastic. Okay. So definitely try this. Let me know what you think about this. I want to definitely dedicate this episode to my amazing family because without them, I wouldn't have learned all this stuff. I mean, I'm so grateful for this journey and everything that I've been on. Like it's because of them like I am the person I am today, like I'm the woman, the business owner, the CEO, like it's just the the friend, like I just appreciate them so much. They've taught me so much uh, and I appreciate that they can hold space and that they can love me as the evolving person that I am. So I love you guys. If you listen to my episodes, um, I love you so much and I'm just so grateful for you and um, I appreciate you. So if you love this episode, share it everywhere. I always will repost on my Instagram if you tag me. Tell me what your favorite part of this. DM me. um, Let me know. I'm also going to give you um, a first uh, look into uh, the Your Money Makeover, um, which is launching. And so you get the special pre-sale price because you have made it to the end. Um, So there'll be a link in this bio or I want you to DM me podcast money or just money and I will send you the link directly but the biggest thing here is you get access to it it is a amazing program it's literally oh it is so good it's literally everything that I've learned about money over the last 12 years of being in money myself it is incredible like it is 
just read the testimonial. So you get the pre-sale. You are the, the DM and the link in bio is the only place that you will get this pre-sale offer. Once this launches, you'll only be able to get in with this pre-sale offer for about 48 hours. So definitely check it out. Definitely look into it. This is something that feels inspired if it calls you. And I just love you. Thank you for making it this far. And have an amazing morning, night, afternoon. And um, yeah, go out and kill it.